Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Mick Jagger, Meghan Markle, Lee Daniels, Rihanna, Kevin Hart, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers, but that's okay because you don't have to be a perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information about adoption, visit AdoptUsKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ag Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. 85 million adults in America have high blood pressure and are at risk of having a stroke or heart attack. You may not feel symptoms, but the results from uncontrolled blood pressure are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its High Blood Pressure Awareness Partners. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, just click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertained, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto, like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 68 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's listening on the computers, on the phone lines. Thank you once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. So how is everyone doing? You know, I don't know if you guys uh, watched the Tony Awards, which was this past Sunday. Uh, James Corden was the host, and he definitely didn't disappoint. I will tell you the winners of this year's uh, shows and actors who won 
the uh, the, the the highly uh, anticipated performance on the Great White Way. Also this week we're going to be talking about a uh, new mom, Meghan Markle. Well, she has a apparently she's uh, stepping back into the limelight. She's going to be doing some. Uh, Editing for the prestigious September issue of British Vogue. I'll tell you more about it. Also, uh, Empire creator Lee Daniels, uh, he is talking about the whole scandal incident with uh, his uh, with Jesse Smollett. Um, he told the uh, New York Times that he was beyond embarrassed about the whole controversy. I'll tell you more about it. And Rihanna is changing her business schedule, her busy schedule. She's going to be adding personal days for time with her boyfriend, Hassan Jamal. And Kevin Hart, uh, there's two stories about Kevin Hart. Apparently, he's being sued uh, by a woman who alleged she was injured during an event that the star attended. And also, Kevin Hart is uh, is trying to do a remake of Bill Murray's beloved 1988 Christmas comedy, Scrooge. Also, uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Miss Tamar Braxton, how she is apolog- trying to apologize to her former The Real co-host. And uh, Ellen Pompeo is defending her decision to speak out against the so-called toxic environment on the set of Grey's Anatomy. So uh, let's get started with the most uh, talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. Well, here's some news that will be music to your ears, especially to Rolling Stones fans' ears. Legendary rocker Mick Jagger, he gave a positive health update in his first interview since undergoing a heart operation in early April that postponed his band's tour. Now, according to Rolling Stone, Jagger said on the Toronto radio station Q107 that he is feeling pretty good. He's been rehearsing a lot lately in the last few weeks, noting he had been to the gym that morning. The Rolling Stone announced uh, in late March that their tour across North America was being put on hold as Jagger received medical treatment. Jagger, who is now 75 years old, also issued a statement at the time apologizing to fans and ensuring that uh, he would be working very hard to be back on stage soon. Uh, Then in May, Jagger shared a video online showing him rehearsing his dance moves ahead of the upcoming tour. He told Q107 in a new interview that he and his longtime bandmates are considering what songs to perform at this summer's rescheduled shows. The rescheduled concert dates begin on June 21st in Chicago. They're set to perform on August 1st and August 5th at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And new mom Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex, is reportedly stepping back into the limelight to guest edit the prestigious September issue of British Vogue. The former suit star will join editor-in-chief Edward Enninful to preside over the big fashion release, widely considered to be the most important issue of the year. And this is according to Us Weekly. Uh, They said that Megan's going to be writing like an opinion piece of her own as well as bringing a selection of female change makers on board to write their own personal essay. And this is what an insider told the publication. 
British Vogue official have yet to comment on the report, which emerged three days after Meghan joined Harry and other members of his family at the Trooping the Color Parade in London on Saturday, June 8, to publicly celebrate Queen Elizabeth II's 93rd birthday. The event marked only the second time the former actress had appeared in public following the arrival of her baby son, Archie. She and Harry, who wed in April 2018, previously introduced the newborn to the world at a special photo call at Windsor Castle two days after giving birth. And Empire creator Lee Daniels is beyond embarrassed by the Jesse Smollett controversy, confessing he still has some doubts about whether or not the actor was actually attacked. Writers and director Daniels was one of the first to reach out to Smollett in January when he was reported to have been brutally beaten in a racist and homophobic assault in Chicago, Illinois, where the hip-hop musical drama series is filmed. However, the actor was subsequently accused by police officials of staging the whole incident and was charged with 16 felony counts for disorderly conduct. He pleaded not, not guilty to the allegations, and the case was expected to go to trial before prosecutors announced they would no longer be pursuing the charges in late March. Smollett had continued to maintain his innocence, but the scandal cost him his job on Empire. As Daniel recently confirmed, the 36-year-old character, Jamal Lyon, will not be returning for the sixth and final season of the show. Now Daniels is opening up about the real-life drama, admitting he struggled to deal with the odd turns of event as the alleged hate crime initially reminded him of his own tough past as a young gay man. He tells New York Magazine that he was beyond embarrassed, and he said that um, when he thought of what when, when it happened, he said he had a flash of himself running from bullies. He had a flash of his whole life on his childhood, his youth, and getting beatings. Even though small lead charges were ultimately dropped, Daniel still isn't sure what to believe, and it pains him to cast doubt on the actor whom he considered to be like family. As a result, Daniels chose to avoid all news coverage of the scandal and distance himself from Smollett in a bid to maintain a sense of normalcy. And um, this is what he said. And he said, quote, I had to detach myself and stop calling him because it was taking away the time I had for my kids, the time I had for my partner. It was affecting my spirit and other shows, everything, unquote. Wow. And, you know, since it went down, you know, uh, Lee Daniels only commented about this the first time that it happened, and you didn't hear more about it. You know, he didn't, you know, when when they when it all came out that they there was a possibility that he was making up the story, you didn't hear too much about it. All you heard was that the staff was uh, backing him, supporting him, and things of that nature, but you'd never heard too much from Lee Daniels, so... Rihanna is changing her busy schedule by adding personal days for time with her boyfriend, Hassan Jamil. The young brother hitmaker who has been dating the billionaire businessman since 2017 sat down with actress and Ocean 8 co-star Sarah Paulson for an interview magazine piece in which she revealed it's time to make her love life a priority. Rihanna, who recently enjoyed a romantic vacation with Jamal, Jamel on Italy's uh, Amalfi Coast 
now schedules personal days on her calendar so she has time to focus on her man. The star also shared that she loves to be a mom one day, noting she wants a family more than anything in life. For now, though, the 31-year-old looks at her various ventures almost as her children, including her upcoming ninth studio album and her Fenty fashion and beauty brands. Kevin Hart and members of his security team have been served with a lawsuit by a woman who alleged she was injured during an event the star attended. According to documents obtained by TMZ, Carmen Marrero claimed she was on the sidewalk following a SAG Ultra Foundation screening of uh, Hart's 2019 film The Upside in New York when his bodyguards allegedly barreled through bystanders outside the venue, leading Marrero to fall to the ground and severely injure her face. Her attorney, Richard Russo, maintains Hart's team is liable for the incident and is suing official at the Secret Life of Pet Star Production Company for assault and battery along with bosses at the SAG Ultra Foundation. Hart has yet to comment on the incident. And speaking of Kevin Hart, he is develop, he's trying to develop a uh, is developing rather a remake of Bill Murray's beloved 1988 Christmas comedy, The Scrooge. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the 39-year-old funny man is teaming up with bosses at Paramount Pictures to develop the new movie as a new comedy vehicle. He will also produce via his Heartbeat production firm. Hart and his fellow producers have already reportedly began searching for a writer to pen the reboot. Scrooge was itself a modern retelling of Charles Dickens' iconic festive story, A Christmas Carol, and starred Murray as Frank Cross, a selfish television executive who sees the season of goodwill only as a cash cow before he is visited by a series of ghosts. The film, which also starred Karen Allen, Bobcat uh, Goldthrott, and uh, Robert Mitchum was only a moderate hit, but he has since become a cult Christmas favorite. And speaking of Bill Murray, for some reason he has a fondness for Selena Gomez, and the fondness for her has reached the point where he wants to introduce the singer to his mother. But the problem is his mother is no longer living in this world. The 68-year-old actor gushed over Selena while speaking to people on the red carpet at the premiere of their movie, The Dead Don't Die, on Monday, June 10th, right here in New York City. Admitting that he didn't have the best impression of the Back to You singer at first, he said, quote, I learned that I like her. I like her very much, unquote. He then expressed his wish to be able to introduce Selena to his mother, and he also said that if his mother was alive, he uh, he would bring her home to her. But, of course, jokingly acting out the meeting, he added that, um, he said that, uh, Mother, I want you to meet Selena. Selena and Bill became close after filming The Dead Don't Die, which also starred Adam Driver and Tilda Swinton, among others. Uh, while when they attended the premiere of the movie at the 72nd Cannes Film Festival, the two star were even photographed sharing a good laugh. At one part, the veteran actor comedian was seen giving the actress a kiss on the cheek and whispering something in her ear. Now, when asked about what he whispered to the singer's ear, he said, quote, I don't remember what I said. I was trying to keep her at ease, unquote. Selena, on the other hand, took to her Instagram account to share several pictures of her and Bill from the event. She joked in the caption, by the way, Bill Murray and I are getting married. 
<laughs> right now, we have here 15 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb. From between 1 to 2 p.m. Wednesday afternoon, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you want to follow the show and you want to know when I come on live, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and it will send you a reminder. Also, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. Like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and usually I post stories of uh, stories that I'm going to do on the show as well as some stories that I didn't, don't get a chance to get around to. So just go to www.facebook.com dot com slash that's entertainment dot radio and you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs T J O N E S G I B B S. Uh, singer and TV personality Tamar Braxton has apologized to her former The Real co-host for her behavior as she exited the show in 2016. The star appeared on the U.S. talk show alongside Lonnie Love, Tamara Maury Housley, uh, Jeannie Mai, and Adrian uh, Houghton. Uh, for two seasons before she was fired from the series. And at the time, Braxton took to social media to slam her ex-colleagues. Now it appears she has had a change of heart, taking to Instagram on Monday, June 10th, to express regret over her action, revealing she lashed out as a result of some difficulties in her own personal life. Braxton also referenced her sister, Tony, Trace, and Trina at Tawanda, and Fix My Life host, Ayana Van Zandt, who she fell out with last year. Life coach Ayana had appeared on the reality series Braxton Family Value to help men a feud between the sisters, but the appearance dissolved into a heated exchange with Tamar. Braxton also shared that she was struggling to show love to the special people in her life and credits her boyfriend, David Aldofeso, with helping her change. The romance is the love and war hit maker first since film, uh, filing for divorce from music manager Vince Herbert, the follow, uh, father of her young son Logan, back in 2017. And Ellen Pompeo is defending her decision to speak out against the toxic environment she faced on the set of Grey's Anatomy. The actress revealed last week that she worked closely with creator Shonda Rhimes to change how the production was run after starring in the hit medical drama for over a decade. And during the show run, which began in 2004, Pompeo castmate Catherine Hegel quit, while Isaiah Washington was forced to apologize and seek counseling after verbally attacking gay co-star T.R. Knight. But on Saturday... Last Saturday, June 8th, the 49-year-old took to Twitter to reassure fans of the show that she wasn't singling out any cast members, revealing everyone involved in the series played a part in what occurred behind the scenes. She also urged her followers to focus on the positive outcome of her fight to make the show a better place to work. And Elsa and Anna, they're about to embark on a new journey together, and it appears their new adventure won't be a smooth sailing one. And that is the clue that Disney teases when the company unveils the first poster for Frozen 2. Making its way out on Monday, June 10th on Good Morning America, the poster shows the royal sisters standing back-to-back in a foggy and gloomy forest. Both of them look concerned, but they're also determined to take whatever challenge lies ahead of them, and their determination can be seen by how Elsa clenches her fist in the poster. 
Besides, the first poster, Disney has also unveiled the official synopsis of the sequel to Frozen that will focus on the origin of their parents. Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee return as directors for the sequel, which will feature new songs from award-winning songwriters Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Kristen Bell, Idina Menzel, John Van Groff, and Josh Gad return to voice their respective characters as Evan Rachel Wood and Sterling K. Brown are added to the cast. However, their roles are still kept under wraps. The animated musical film is slated to open in theaters across the nation on November 22nd. The release will be accompanied with a docu-series entitled Into, uh, uh, Into the Unknown, Making Frozen 2, which will be launched on Disney+. Plus. Um, actress Ali Stroker, she made history at the Tony Awards on Sunday night as she became the first actor using a wheelchair to win one of, her, one of the prestigious gongs. The former Glee star who was para, uh, paralyzed from the chest down after a car accident at the age of two claimed the two of the best performances by an actress in a feature role in a musical for her part in the revival of Rodgers and Hammerstein, Oklahoma. Uh, as she took to the stage at New York City's Radio City Music Hall to accept her prize, the 31-year-old dedicated her accolades to youngsters facing similar physical and mental struggles. The actress beat out competition from her co-star Mary Testa, from uh, Tootsie's Lily Cooper and Sari Styles, Sarah Styles, and Amber Gray from Town to earn her first Tony. And speaking of the Tony Awards, Town and the Fairy, Fairy Man were the toast of the 2019 Tony Awards on Sunday night, earning the prestigious Best Musical and Best Play title, respectively. Town, inspired by the ancient Greek myth of Orpheus and Eurydice, won seven of the 14 nominations, adding Best Direction of the uh, Musical for Rachel Shopkins, Best Original Score for uh, Aeneas Mitchell, and Best Performance by an Actor in a Feature Role in the Musical for Andre De Shields, among others, to its whole. Now, Jed's Better Work, The Ferryman, also landed Sam Mendes the Best Direction of a Play accolade, and two for Rob Ho- uh, Howell, claiming Best Costume Design of a Play and Best Scenic Design of a Play. Brian Cranston, he picked up his second Tony, uh, Tony for Best Performance by an actor in a leading role in a play for his performance in Network, five years after scoring his first for All the Way, while there were top acting prizes for Tootsie, Santino, Fantana, the Cher Show, Stephanie J. Block, Elaine May for the Waverly Gallery, and Inc. and Inc.'s uh, Bertie Carvel. Host James Corden opened the Radio City Musical Hall ceremony in New York City with a big song and dance number, hitting the stage with cast members for musicals including The Prom, Oklahoma, Ain't Too Proud, The Life of Times of the Temptation, Tootsie, Hades Town, and Kiss Me Kate, while other performances include sets by the stars of Beetlejuice, The Share Show, and Choir Boy. And, uh, and you know, the thing about Broadway, I have to admit, um, it's hard to get seats, tickets now, because now the prices of some say becoming more popular than ever before. You know, the it's hard to to afford them. To be honest with you, the prices of tickets have really gone up high, and I think uh, it has a lot to do with 
popular shows like you remember like Hamilton and social media and things like that where you know the popularity of a lot of these shows have really I think in my opinion had raised up the prices so and it's hard for you know like a family of four or five to afford so many tickets you know but I'm glad you know um Congratulations uh, to all the winners of all the musicals and plays for the, from the 2019 Tony Awards on Sunday night. Um, the uh, Sigourney Weaver, get this, has confirmed she will reunite with uh, Bert, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd in the new Ghostbuster movie. Jason Redman, the son of Ivan Redman, the director of the classic original 1984 supernatural comedy and its 1989 sequel, announced he is making a new Ghostbuster film in January. In an interview with Parade Magazine, Sigourney confirmed she will return to play haunty Dana Barrett, uh, a Barrett, in the new installment and that she'll be joined by Dan and Bill as ghost hunter Ray Stance and Peter Venkman. News of the new film, which is due out in 2020, upset Leslie Jones, who starred in the female lead reboot in 2016, as it will ignore the gender swap movie, a decision she described as so insulting. The reboot, which was directed by Paul Figg, failed to break even after making just $229 million at the box office and suffered a backlash from fans of the original movie. Right now, we uh, have about 25 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Um, I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. Coming up in the next half hour, um, we're going to be talking about, um, speaking of Hamilton, well, Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, is bringing his singing talents to the film adaptation of the Broadway musical In the Heights, and Mark Anthony is he's coming on board. Uh, so I'll talk about that. And also we're going to be talking about um, that it's official that John Cena is joining the cast of the Fast and the Furious franchise in the next installment. And also uh, the Jonas Brothers uh, they're reliving old disputes for their new documentary, which was painful for for Joe Jonas in particular. I'll tell you what he said and how the whole, uh, talking about the whole dispute, what it felt like to him. And uh, Hugh Jackman uh, confessed that he was nearly fired from the first X-Men movie after the bosses grew tired of his uh, winging. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have uh, 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Moon Taxi called Now's the Time, This World. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about uh, Mark Anthony. He's set to bring his singing talents to the film adaptation of Lin-Manuel's Miranda's Broadway musical In the Heights. The Hamilton creator and former star announced the big casting news via Twitter on Thursday, June 6, revealing Anthony will play a paternal role in the movie. Gregory Diaz, the fourth, will star as Sonny, while the rest of the cast includes theater veterans Daphne Rubin Vega, Orange is a New Black star Dasha Polanco, Vita actress Melissa Barrera, and Stephanie Batrice. Directed by Crazy Rich Asian filmmaker John M. Chu, the screen uh, version of the beloved Tony Award-winning production is set to hit theaters next summer, June of 2020. In the Heights, which was written by Miranda and playwright Kiara Allegria Hudis, uh, debuted on Broadway in 2005. Miranda served as one of the film's producers. And reliving old disputes for the new Jonas Brothers documentary was painful but cathartic for Joe Jonas. The singer and his bandmates and siblings, Kevin Jonas and Nick Jonas, have documented their rise to fame, the band's 2013 split, and its pop combat in Chasing Happiness, in which they each laid bare their feelings about their difficult breakup, which was initiated by Nick. In the film, Joe is featuring, featured uh, breaking down, as you recall, the rough period in their relationship as brothers and colleagues and reflecting on the emotional production. The singer amidst the, on, the on-camera discussion was very much like therapy. Joe, Nick, and Kevin also had to ask one another if they were ready to finally spill all about the difficult time in public, having previously claimed their split was amicable. Sitting down to make the documentary actually inspired the trio to begin considering plans for a Jonas Brothers comeback, which was made official in March with Sucker, their first single in six years. On Friday, June 7, the band released its new music, Happiness Begins, days after Chasing Happiness premiered on the Amazon streaming service. And it's official. John Cena is joining the Fast and Furious franchise for its next installment. Universal Pictures has confirmed that the professional wrestler-turned-actor is going to star in Fast and Furious 9, playing a some badass character. Vin Diesel pre-teased Cena's uh, involvement in the upcoming movie when he posted a video on his Instagram page back in April. Cena is brought into the fold as Dwayne The Rock Johnson is not expected to return for the ninth film. The Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle star who joined the action film franchise in 2011 Fast Five as Luke Hobbs have moved to its spinoff Fast and Furious Present Hobbs and Shaw, which also featured Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, and the fate of the Furious star Jason Statham. Hobbs and Shaw is due out this summer on August 2nd. Michelle Rodriguez recently confirmed her return for the upcoming film after earlier threatened to leave the franchise unless it show more love to the women. It reported that the producers have granted the actress wish, adding a woman to the writing team for the next movie. Fast and Furious 9 is scheduled to arrive on May 22, 2020. Just, uh, Justin Lin will be back on the director's seat. 
John Cena feature film credits include his role in Trainwreck, Daddy's Home 2, and Bumblebee. He also lent his voice for Surf Up 2, Wave Mania, and the upcoming The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle, and has been recently rumored to join the cast of James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Hugh Jackman was nearly fired from the first X-Men movie after bosses grew tired of his winging. The 50-year-old played the role of Wolverine in 10 X-Men movies, and his first performance as the Marvel comic character was released back in 2000. But things could have been very different for Hugh, with the Australian screen star admitting he was nearly shown the door on the set of the mutant blockbuster. Luckily, Hugh's wife, Deborah Lee Furness, was on hand to give herself a much-needed pep talk. Logan, released in 2017, is believed to have been Hughes' last outing as Wolverine. And a treasure trove of master recording by artists, including Aretha Franklin, Elton John, and Nirvana, was reportedly destroyed in a 2008 fire on the Universal Studio backlot and kept a secret until now. The massive blade tours through parts of Universal Studio Hollywood theme park and wrecked the number of sets used for filming, as well as a warehouse full of film reels and sound recordings. At the time, a Universal spokesperson told Billboard.com there was no loss of archive master from the incident as most of the material stored in the building had previously been moved to other locations. However, according to the New York Times, that statement was not accurate and in fact, original recordings from uh, influential labels like DECA, Chess, MCA, and ABC, which dated back decades, were all lost in the disaster. Among the tapes believed to have been reduced to ashes were masters from icons like Louis Armstrong, Chuck Berry, Ella Fitzgerald, Judy Garland, Buddy Holiday, B.B. King, and Billy Holiday. Also likely lost forever are audio originals of Etta James at last, Bill Haley and his com- and his comments, Rock Around the Clock, and Aretha Franklin's first commercial release music from her teen years, as well as recording by more contemporary artists like Iggy Pop, No Doubt, Snoop Dogg, Soundgarden, and the late Tom Petty. Randy Arison, who previously served as senior director of Volt Operation for Universal Music Group, told the Times an estimated 175,000 tapes went up in flames, and a spokesperson for the label has since admitted there were certain constraints which prevented officials from uh, publicly disclosing details of the fire at the time. In a statement released to the Times, the representative also assured fans various investments had been made in order to best preserve and protect these musical assets and to accelerate the digitization and subsequent public availability of catalog recording. Wow. And uh, fans, they have grown more worried over Nicki Minaj amid her ongoing social media hiatus. Not only taking a break from social media without prior notice, but she has also appeared to be dropping out of her joint tour with Chris Brown this summer. Chris recently released the tour dates for what was supposed to be their joint tour, but Nicki's name was not listed on the announcement. Instead, the tour will include the likes of Joyner Lucas, Tory Lanez, uh, Ty Dolla Signs, and Yella Beezy. This revelation made fans get increasingly worried with many wondering what is currently happening with her. Nikki has been going on social media hiatus since April and has been opting out from being seen in public, though there's a chance that 
Nikki is focusing on making music. Some fans assume that the self-proclaimed Black Barbie is trying to hide her pregnancy. The rumor first sparked at the 2019 Met Gala when fans noticed that Nikki was acting strange and appeared to be distracted during an interview with Vogue reporter Liza Koshy. Recently, some fans have taken their worry to a new extreme by, get this, by printing missing posters of their idol and spreading it across the town. The posters feature a photo of the Anaconda hitmaker and a list of her personal information, such as age and race. Wow. Because remember, Nikki was on tour, and um, this was before she was added on to Chris Brown tour, um, and remember, she was having a lot of sound issues, or, um, you know, on stage, and she had to cancel some dates because every city that she kept going to, there were some sound issues. Um, but uh, I didn't really, you know, notice that Nikki hasn't been uh, on hiatus. But uh, yeah, her diehard fans are putting out posters on her. So, last best. Uh, has revealed that uh, NSYNC are considering the masses of reunion offers they've been presented with since Coachella, admitting they'll be stupid not to. The 90s group reunited for a performance alongside Ariana Grande at the music festival earlier this year, leading to calls from fans for a full reunion. While they had previously dismissed the speculation about a permanent comeback, Lance told Variety the group will be looking into all the offers they receive over the coming months. While fans of the boy band are sure to be thrilled by Lance's cryptic comment, it remains to be seen whether or not original band member Justin Timberlake will be involved. The sexy back singer missed out on the Coachella reunion as he was in the midst of his uh, the Man of the World tour, uh, Woods tour, but shows support for his former bandmates in a post on Instagram. And longtime uh, rapper, uh, longtime rap collaborators. Kanye West and Pusha T, they have been slapped with legal action over their allegation of unauthorized sample use on their track, Come Back Baby. The song was featured on Pusha T's 2018 album, Daytona, but officials at Fame Enterprise Inc. have since taken issue with the tune, claiming it includes copyright portion of I Can't Do Without You by late soul singer George Jackson, for which the hip-hop stores did not request permission. The plaintiff go under the system would have never would have never have approved the 1972 song for use on Comeback Baby because it details drug addiction and the money made from selling drugs. They are demanding the rapper producer hand over profits from the tune and pay compensation and punitive damages for the alleged copyright violation as well as any statutory fines, costs, interests, and expenses. Lawyers for Fame also allege that Kanye and Pusha, along with label bosses at UMG Recording, Def Jam Records, and Good Music, who are named as co-defendants, have a pattern and practice of willfully sampling sound recordings without consent or permission. Indeed, Kanye has faced numerous lawsuits over sampling over the years, and just last week, uh, around June seventh, moved to have caused uh, has uh, removed to have a case uh, regarding Free Ghost Town Part Two, his Kid See Ghost collaboration with Kid uh, Cuddy, dismissed citing the Fair Use Act, which under U.S. law allows the limited use of copyright 
uh, material without authorization from the copyright holder. The defendant have yet to come comment on the new court action. And the embattled Woodstock 50th Anniversary Festival has suffered another setback after New York venues officially backed out of the trouble event. Organizers, uh, organizers like Michael Lang have been hoping to get the big big back on track after finding new investments to fund the star-studded bash originally planned to take place at Watkins Glen International in August. However, bosses at the racetrack have since chosen to terminate the site license for Woodstock 50, citing the terms of their contract with Lang and his fellow promoters, and this is according to TMZ. The news means that the mega show, which had promised headlining sets from the likes of Jay-Z, Dead and & Company, and Imagine Dragon, is now without a home. Lang, who also organized the original Woodstock in 1969, has yet to comment on the venue's loss. Right now, we have uh, 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go, uh, take another music break, and when I come back, I'll give you the last main stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. I'm a 
That was new music from Miley Cyrus and Mother's Daughter. Right now we got uh, 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, we have, um, let's see here. We have um, Radiohead. They had made some... um, I guess you could say made some hours of previously unreleased music um, available online after their old files were allegedly stolen and held for ransom by a hacker. The British rockers fronted by singer Tom York recently fell victim to a cyber criminal who reportedly obtained songs created during recording sessions for their classic 1997 album, OK Computer, and threatened to leak the track, if the musician failed to hand over $150,000. Instead of bowing to pressure from the hackers, the stars decided to drop all of the tunes on online music site Bandcamp under the title Mini Disc Hacked and allow fans to purchase the whole package for themselves for $23, with profits benefiting the social political movement Extinction Rebellion. Greenwood goes on to note that the songs were never intended for public consumption, although some pieces may sound familiar to fans who purchased the subsequent OK Computer reissue. And Phil Collins, he retained with his former Genesis guitarist, Mike Rutherford, for the first time in 12 years over the weekend. Rutherford and his band, Mike and the Mechanics, have been supporting Collins for the last few days of the solo star Not Dead Yet trek. But on Friday, June 7th, the guitarist joined the singer on stage in Berlin, Germany, to perform their 1978 hit, Follow You, Follow Me. It was the first time they had played together since Genesis Reform for a 2007 tour, and the reunion went so well that the pair repeated it on Saturday night in Aarhus, Denmark. Collins and Rutherford had hinted at another Genesis reunion in the past, but there are still no official plans. And Celine Dion has called time on her 16-year Las Vegas residency, the My Heart Will Go On hitmaker kicked off the Caesar Palace run in 2003 and closed it out on Saturday, June 8, after 1,141 shows. During the show, Dion paid tribute to her late husband, Renee Agilil, who died in 2016 by sharing a photo montage featuring images of herself, Renee, and their three sons, all of whom joined their mom on stage. Celine ended the concert by debuting a new song, Flying On My Own, from her next album, Courage, due to be released in November. And Billy Ray Cyrus delighted the crowd at the 2019 CMA Fest by welcoming Lil Nas X and Keith Urban to the stage for a rendition of Old Town Road. The country music veteran was nearly the end of the, his performance at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee on Saturday when he launched into his remix of the rapper's viral hit and brought Lil Nas X out to join him. The audience was given another big surprise moment later as Urban also strode out on stage, banjo in hand to put his twist on the chart smash with a few added instrumental improvisation, and this is all according to Billboard. Urban took home the prestigious Entertainment of the Year honor at the 2019 Academy of Country Music Awards back in April. A man who is allegedly uh, who allegedly stalked Kendall Jenner has been deported. 
John Ford, who is 38, was kicked out of the country with a one-way ticket to Ontario last week after immigration officials arrested him in Albuquerque, New Mexico, on March 25th for being in the country illegally. The Canadian citizen caught ICE attention after he was arrested twice at Jenna's Los Angeles residency in the uh, in the last year. In her, res- uh, in her Los Angeles residence. Um, both arrests resulted in a misdemeanor conviction for which he served jail sentences. You know, it's so scary when you hear about these stalkers uh, stalking these uh, celebrities, you know, because they get really close and they just they get into their homes, they get into their whole personal business and they're at their shows. It's scary. It's it's really scary. But this is the first time I heard of a stalker being deported, you know, but uh, glad everything went into her favor. Uh, the FBI released the file. It remained, it maintained on uh, Playboy founder and editor-in-chief Hugh Hefner two years after the legendary publisher passed away, and it's revealing. The Bureau interviewed Hefner in the late 1950s and 60s over what is described as obscene material. The file also contained a memo written to then-director J. Edgar Hoover in which the agent in charge pitches uh, putting Hefner and his photographer Edward Ottman under surveillance to see if either was transporting pornographic images across state lines. However, the investigation didn't turn up any crimes. Hefner was later arrested in Chicago for publishing obscene and suggestive photos of Jane Mansfield, but won a jury trial. The file also contained press clippings from a case where Hefner won the right to mail Playboy to subscribers without breaking the law. Wow. And a California mental health facility, uh, they doesn't think that Amanda Bynes is all that. The 33-year-old actress is being sued by Creative Care, Inc., the center that treated her earlier this year for failing to pay her bills, and this is according to a court document. The, uh, the facility filed the lawsuit in April, accusing Bynes of stiffing it for $2,467 during her February stay, and based on the $37,000 monthly rate, which cost to $1,233 a day or a two-day treatment, at the clinic, added up to 2466 I'm sorry, it was $1,233 a day, a two-day treatment at the clinic, which added up to $2,466. Now, reports earlier this year revealed that Bynes had checked into the facility for stress. This is according to the Daily Caller. In 2018, Bynes admitted she has struggled with drug addiction. She is currently under a conservatorship held by her mother until 2020. Now, Bynes became a star in her teens with the Nickelodeon series All That and The Amanda Show and WB's What I Like About You. She also uh, procured her role in the comedies What a Girl Wants, She is a Man, and Hairspray. Right now, we have uh, five minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, That will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time uh, when we do it all over again. 
And uh, also remember to make sure you, uh, if you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, make sure you uh, like us. Uh, just click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and it will send you a reminder when we broadcast live. This is our 10th anniversary here on the network, so we're very proud of that, and we thank you for your support. Also, check us out on the Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter as that's entertain one that's t-h-a-t-s entertain and the number one you can also follow me on twitter at stiletto 14 s-t-i-l-e-t-t-o and number 14 and you can also follow me on the gram at t jones gibbs that's t-j-o-n-e-s g-i-b-b-s well that's going to do it for me today make sure you have a great week a great weekend Tune in next time. We're going to do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a uh, a great day and uh, stay safe. And I will talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>